So, after nine years of waiting, Natasha Romanoff finally gets a movie of her own. But the big question is, was it worth the wait? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin Mini Movie Reviews, Spyrokin's podcast where we talk about new and recent films and give you our initial thoughts. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, everyone, what's up? You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com, where you have tons of mini movie reviews, motion picture reviews, manga reviews, game reviews, and other things. We're also on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-E-K-N and A the search engine to guarantee you find us one way or the other. And with that in mind, let's actually get to this because we're talking about, yes, that one that only the Black Widow motion picture that has been long awaited since she first appeared in Iron Man 2. Now, just to get some basic notes out of the way, this was directed by Kate Shortland, who has done four short films before this, nothing of real note. This was produced by Kevin Feige, uh, cinematographer is Gabriel Berestein. This was distributed by Walt Disney Studios. It is a Marvel Studios film, released over here in the United States on July 9th, 2021, on both Disney Plus and in theaters, but it looks like everything's going to be Disney Plus, which I think that is an issue with um licensing rights but we're not going to get into that because we're not that type of podcast uh budget was 200 million dollars looks like it's sitting pretty with the amount that it has right now and it is starring scarlett johansson florence Pooh, david harbour ot fangbo olga Kurodilenko, william hurt way winstone rachel weiss and has some cameos by some old friends but like I said, this is a very unique film because it is dealing with the first female Avenger, Black Widow, played by Scarlett Johansson. And it's kind of crazy that we are getting this film now in Phase 4 because, for those of you who don't remember, and slight spoilers here, she dies in Avengers Endgame. So this is a film that is set in the past it's set right after avengers civil war and deals with her being on the run from thunderbolt ross and her finding out that her former organization the red room is still active so she needs to bring them down once again but she's not alone she has her former adoptive family which consists of rachel weiss as one of the older black widows in from the program, uh, Melina, you have her adopted sister, who is Yelena Belova, played by Florence Pooh, who definitely steals the show in this. She constantly calls Natasha out on her shit. Like, she constantly says, hey, you make these weird poses. No one really does that. You're a poser. What's wrong with you? And then, of course, there's the father figure, Alexei Shostakov. Or as comic fans will know, the Red Guardian, the Soviet Union's answer to Captain America, who is now kind of gone to seed. He's a little bit fatter. He's a little more. It's been a while. And it's them trying to get back together and fight the Red Room while the Red Room has sent the trainer of all of their Black Widows, Taskmaster, after them. And... I will say this about the film. It is a very divisive film because on the one hand, it is some great set pieces. There's some great elements to it. The interactions between the characters is on point. I love the family dynamic between them. 
uh, all the members how they have to deal with the fact that they pretended to be a family back in the 90s and now they're coming back together and dealing with all of this insanity. Also, you have the Red Room going after them with Taskmaster, who in the comics is a very formidable foe, someone who is truly a Avengers-level threat because of his ability to uh photographically memorize every single attack from a opponent and duplicate it just by remembering it and he's someone who the only person who could stop him is deadpool because he's too random for him to realize how to fight everybody else he knows how to counter how to do things with and in this version they did something very different with taskmaster it's a different character altogether and unfortunately the character who is this very big level threat who's trained heroes has trained villains they relegate to essentially a guard dog role and they do some stuff which is really questionable about it there's a bigger villain who's introduced who is made specifically for the movie and i mean he actually is a character from the comics but they just wanted to make him kind of an invisible character that doesn't affect anything major because of what happened in Infinity War, and they don't want to contradict anything, which makes sense, and it is a valid purpose. However, it does lessen Taskmaster and lets that character be a letdown. Overall, the film is a unique family study because it's a family coming together and dealing with crisis, which I do like that element. It also is a Cold War film, dealing with the repercussions of spies and other elements, and I've got to say... It was, for the most part, enjoyable, but there are issues with it, a lot of issues. The fact that this came out so late is to its detriment. We know for a fact that Natasha is dead. It's a shame, but she is dead, and nothing can hurt her. She has plot armor, so all the death-defying scenes really just, there's no badness to them. The fact is this should have been released before infinity war that's when it should have been released and this should have developed the character and then the stinger from this film should be used at the end of endgame so we do know what happens but i'm not being negative about it the actors did a great job i think david harbour was really funny in it i liked florence Pooh, especially she stole the film rachel weiss she's rachel weiss she's okay and scarlett johansson this is her swan song this is her goodbye to natasha romanoff unless she does come back as some sort of alternative version of Natasha in maybe a flashback or Secret Wars, or if they do an Into the Spider-Verse-esque situation with her. But this is it. She's done, and I think this is a very good swan song for her. Also, I got to admit, the cameo from the character from Falcon Winter Soldier was a nice touch. However, despite all the positives, I cannot ignore the that issue like i said with the fact that she has plot armor that's so overseeing it feels unnecessary to make this film because it's so late and the issue with the villain and for that reason with that despite it being a beautiful film despite there being so many elements i did like about it i'm gonna have to knock it down a bit so i'm gonna give this our middle rating which is gonna be worth watching streaming or in theaters it's good it's decent it's entertaining it's nothing to write home about though it's a good marvel movie it's a good spy movie just 
I expect more from my Marvel movies, and with this character, I expected a little more. In the grand scheme of things with all the Marvel films, this is in the third quarter section of the series. It's not in the bottom. It's not in the bottom quarter, but it's like middle ground. It's lower middle. It's It could be better, but it's not terrible. It's worth watching. And for the opener film for Phase 4, I don't want to say it was a letdown, but it was okay. We'll see how the rest of Phase 4 goes. We got um, Spider-Man, we have Eternals, and then we got Shang-Chi, which is anybody's game. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, for the TV sh- game, they're kicking ass, though. I mean, Loki looks great. And, well, we're going to see how everything is going to go. So what were your thoughts on Black Widow? Email me at zanspiker.com or tweet me at Spiker to let me know what your thoughts on the film were. Anyway, as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm gone, so I'll catch you guys next time and keep watching Marvel movies. See you later.